Can I ask you a question, Sebastian? Yo, what's up? I just want to know, why do birds suddenly appear every time you're near? That's a good question. Uh, I'm not too sure, but uh, maybe the viewers will know. I hope so, guys. I really I mean, appreciate the listeners, it. not viewers. Yeah, I think listeners is more like you know, it expands everybody, viewers, and kind of. Yeah. And also, it's the podcast. I mean, that I guess. song sort of is relevant to the episode because it's just a Homer Marge. Yeah, Homer Marge heavy episode. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> See, it, it connected. I swear that was intentional by me. <laughs> um, but anyway, guys, welcome to Dylan and Sebastian. That was this podcast. The podcast to myself and Sebastian here too, to feel a little less lost isn't that right yeah yeah S- thanks to doing my day off exactly yeah it's... yeah how, how, how have you been enjoying your day off so far uh, it's been a little stressful <laughs> it's been long uh, yeah uh, obviously moving to my new place um which didn't hear help with i did you know appreciate that thank you no problem and uh yeah i mean this is a weird one because we usually do the podcasts like in the morning or in the early afternoon but today we're doing it in the evening. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Like for... I don't know about you, but I'm bloated. <laughs> we, we both just had a large domino. <laughs> we, had a, we don't say dominoes. They're not sponsoring us. No, give them any free marketing. Um, we, did, we, we did both just have a large pizza. We spoke about different podcasts where we'd have like uh, donut beforehand. We went extra this time. Um, but yeah, yeah, for people, obviously people, I was going to say for people who don't know, obviously no one knows, we usually yeah, record this podcast quite early, but we had to mix things up today, so we're doing it the latest we ever did it, so if you notice yeah. anything different about this podcast, if anything feels a little off, if the energy's a little different, it's because we're just recording a lot later than usual. Well, usually, <laughs> with the podcast, you'd be awake for like an hour. Honestly? That's <laughs> so true! But this week... Like, I've been awake for, like... You've been awake... Maybe, like, 11 hours now? I've been awake way well over 12. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. Crazy. Yeah. It's not normally what happens. Yeah, so if anything things seems different about us, just that we've been awake longer, we're retired and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, we could jump into the episode. Let's do it. Let's go for it. So, uh, yeah, this episode is called Pixelated and Afraid, and I forgot to write down the number. Not that it really matters. I think it's a 12th episode of the 30th. I think it's 12th. Yeah, of the 33rd season. So yeah, jumping into it, we open up on Lisa, Marriage, and Homer watching an old-timey movie together where a man takes a woman to the gilded gimlet where a dog comes out holding a sapphire. This whole, this whole movie was very weird. It was like obviously a parody of, I don't know, Gone with the Wind or Casablanca, those kind of movies. But it was so OTT. Um, but the man proposes to her using the, the sapphire and uh, she accepts and they start passionately kissing <laughs> and uh, the man goes I'll drink to that and she goes oh you drink to everything <laughs> and uh, Lisa's watching the whole thing just like in awe she says she hopes that she can find romance like that someday uh, well, but I, I thought that, <laughs> I thought that this was going to be like a, a full like black and white episode oh yeah saw that. yeah because the opening as well was in black and white and that would be cool like a, a Simpsons noir yeah, they never. I mean, they probably done little parodies and stuff yeah, before, but, but never like a full on a episode. full episode would be super cool. Yeah, I'd love that. Maybe like something different, like from Maggie's perspective, and she narrates it, and there's like yeah. a, 
like a, a, a male detective actor is doing her like voiceover or something for sure back when i was a baby like voiced by john ham or something <laughs> that'd be super that's an good idea right there i mean that's a pretty fun episode yeah maybe she's like investigating i don't know who stole the cookie from the cookie jar or something like that <laughs> who stole her pacifier <laughs> I, I like that but um but Marjorie Homer says that that couple on, on the movie will never have what they have. We see the marriage is uh, grooming Homer's hair and dusting off his Cheeto dust, <laughs> which was so gross. He was like eating Cheetos and the dust would go into the air and she would like quickly grab a hoover and just dust it all up. And there's like random mentions of Cheetos throughout the episode. Yeah, there's a few. And, and Bart finds... Um... Or is it Lisa? Lisa. Controller. Oh, so gross. And that to me is like the worst like thing yeah. ever. Like in terms of germs, like Cheeto dust on a controller. <laughs> oh, man. That's gross. So like, disgusting. <laughs> she says. Ew, it's covered in dad cheese. Dust on a controller isn't bad enough. Like the, your dad's leftover cheese on a remote. That's pretty disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, she decides to, to to leave them after after discovering the dad cheese. Um, she goes into Barrett, who's in the middle of a VR game, um, where they must defeat the mushroom spurs and protect the fungus. And I don't know what the hell he was playing. It's like some weird mix up of like a first person shooter and Mario or something like that. Um, but then Lisa comes in telling him she's worried. Um. And Bart flings his headset away, being like, what's going on? And we can hear, like, Milhouse faintly being like, Bart, where'd you go? And you hear gunshots, and he's like, why does this hurt for real? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is one of my favorite likes of the whole episode. It's such a throwaway. It's hilarious. But, um... Lisa says they're going through the motions. As imagine Homer going through the motions, and they're um they're not like the couples you see in movies or prescription drug commercials. Um, and Bart needs to check in on them. And marriage is um dusting the floor of the um of of, of dirt while Homer does the ceiling, and he has like uh, a bin attached to his waist to 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 collect his his uh, taco bits because eating a taco while cleaning up. All just so ridiculous. And um, Marge throws Maggie's diaper at him and Homer catches it and she's like, oh, nice. Or um, Homer's like, oh, nice throw. And she's like, oh, nice catch. It's weirdly flirtatious for throwing your baby's diaper to you. Then Barry says he's not sure if this is uh, just just a Lisa problem or not, but she says to him that he should take it seriously. Is he's still gonna be living with them well into his mid thirties? <laughs> and Barry's like, "Oh, you have a point." And he has like a little kind of fantasy of him as an adult trying to sneak away with a girl, but marriage pulls them in <laughs> with like a claw, and it's just her and Homer completely obese now, and they're like they seem to be conjoined to each other on the couch now, <laughs> and they're like saying in unison, "We hope you have what we have someday," and then back to back at least in the real world, he's like, "Okay, we need to host an intervention." <laughs> we then cut to. Marriage and Homer cradled on the couch, um, with with snacks, throw blankets everywhere, and Marge's hair in a frizzy. It's just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. When the kids come in, she like fixes it up, but um, they turn off the TV. Um, but, but but Homer's like, we're watching Crocodile Bait, which is the first of many references throughout this episode of all of the weird reality shows that they watch together. Um, Homer says he wants to know. 
who's in the crocodile mouth the crocodile's mouth and he's like Cody 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 with like his fingers crossed and they tell them that this is a safe space and that they feel their marriage lacks excitement and Lisa's like look at this couch there's two people and ten throw blankets and marriage is like well they all have a vital purpose and I think it's sweet that we're at ease with each other and Lisa says um, that they're missing out on so much such as entertainment, travel and standing upright <laughs> and she points out that they won a week at the Saffron um, togetherness center at the school raffle but the voucher has been sitting on the fridge for a year and she urges them to, to go to this raffle um, or sorry to go to this resort Bart says that they should definitely go and that he thinks they've given up on romance and Homer's like what romance is like my oxygen and Marge is like do you, you want to go he's like, of course I do unless you're not into romance no judgment if you're not and she's like I love romance like, so we're going great so we cut too. I mean, I guess it's important just to mention that from the rest of this episode, it is just Marjorie and Homer. Yeah. No one else speaks. Yeah, no. It. Yeah, yeah. It is just um, just two of them. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Just, I didn't know your voice threw me off there for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. No, sorry. No, you, you sound fine. I, I don't know. I'm probably just going crazy. Well, uh, and t- to be honest, I I didn't really like it. Like, it just felt really like. I don't know if it's just because it wasn't in Springfield, but it just didn't feel like The Simpsons. It was kind of strange. Okay. I think you're getting a bit too ahead of yourself. Sorry, yeah. Is this... Like, well, but that was my initial reaction. Yeah. Is this really is really how you feel? Like, I, I find it hard to tell when you've eaten so much pizza. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is actually how I feel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll explore as we go on. Um, but they're driving through a snowy region, uh, wherever the hell in the world they are, and... Um, Marge is reading a booklet for the resort, and um, she's like, oh, there's yoga with Charisse. And Homer's like, what time? It's like, sunrise. We won't be seeing Charisse. She's like, there's a sunset hike. Uh, there's also, that's also a sunrise. And Homer's like, this place sucks. And Marge's like, it sucks so hard. And she's like, I only wanted to go because you, cause, cause you said you did. And he's like, I never want to go anywhere. And she's like, turn this baby around, we're going home. And um, the car starts skidding um, against ice and uh, Marge is like drive off the skids drive off the skids and he's like I'm off the skids like, okay drive on the skids and the car falls off the road into the river and they jump off as the car starts to float away um, and uh, Homer goes to call a tow guy but his, his phone is destroyed uh, by, by the water obviously and he's like oh it's fine it's fine and marriage I mean this is when the episode takes like a, a more serious turn marriage goes we're not fine we're stranded it's cold and there's wild animals out here we need to change that fast then Homer makes a fire with his phone and um, re- reminds marriage of when his phone company called and said that his phone would catch fire if he, if he didn't replace it soon and marriage is like I, I, I thought you told him you'd update it and he's like oh, I lied they didn't take their clothes off, and um, I mean they're completely naked now, but it's pixelated, of course, because mm-hmm. they're pixelated and afraid. Homer helps Marge climb up a tree again, completely naked. This is just a detail that uh, I caught my interest. I was not that I was like, you know, it was interesting. <laughs> um, she's helping Marge. He's helping Marge climb up a tree to see is there any like life out there, and uh, she climbs up, and we see that literally we can see nothing but trees and forests everywhere. And Homer's like, you see if there's a sit-down restaurant? I could really go for one right now. Especially the sit-down part. We see, she, she, she spots like a little red thing in the distance. And um, Homer goes to check on their clothes. Um, 
and it accidentally burns it in the fire. And uh, he says it's his worst sin <laughs> on nude and rude when Jerry had to be airlifted off the island because squirrels bit his his uh, pixelated area. So again, it's another reality show that they they're obviously watching. I love this, the, the, the dimensions of all these shows that they're only like slightly a joke throughout the episode. All of these shows could be real. Oh, for sure, <laughs> nude and rude. Um, <laughs> but Marge says they. Um, they had they had no clothes, no phones, or any hope of survival. But they have the red thing, and Homer shouts her, being like, "I know what we don't have." Like that, that fucking shout really got me. Actually, it was like this is a serious, like totally different episode. Um, and she just goes, "Come on, run!" And um, as they're running, Homer suggests that it could be a fire truck or a double decker bus or a, a Twizzler factory. And as he's saying all this, th- things keep hitting him, but nothing's hitting Mary. She's like. Oh, oh, go! Oh, that one went in me. <laughs> they didn't find it, it's just like a red heart-shaped bathtub, and they discover it's the it's attached to the cabins of Honeymoon Mountain, which was mentioned earlier. It was close to um close to the resort that they were going to. It's clearly completely closed down now and abandoned. But we get a little like bit of detail on the place from Homer that since 1943, it's been a metra of matrimonial merriment where they do that voodoo you do after saying "I do." And he finds a cigarette machine, he takes out a matchbook, and he's like, finally, something with a phone number on it. <laughs> Marge takes out the matches and creates a fire. And they get a montage of them, like, using carpets and curtains and towels and just random items throughout this abandoned motel to make clothes for themselves. We didn't see, they cut to marriage worrying that um, no one knows they're missing because their resort's stupid no cell phone policy. And... Homer says that on helicopter hunters, they always say that to be rescued, you have to stay pushed and that they'll stay here till the snow thaws, which they don't know if it'll be tomorrow or a month from now. They find out uh, that the traps they laid, they laid out have caught no food and Marge says that there is Cheeto dust. So again, the Cheetos are being brought back. There is Cheeto dust at the end of her, um, at the end of her bag the last day and she just threw it out. And Homer's like that. That powder sounds so good. Tell me about the powder again. Slowly. And he's like, again, a, a great, like, classic Homer line. He says, I thought I felt hunger. It turns out that I was just not being full. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't cut to them, like, lying down in the motel. And uh, Homer's some excited rumbling. And he shouts at it, being like, don't just give out. Give suggestions. And then both of their some excited rumbling. And he's like, oh, now they're talking to each other. I didn't cut them out in the forest, um, going to the river looking to hunt for fish, which they're sure to catch as they're stupider than land animals. We didn't like kind of fade out, a bit of time has passed, and um, Homer's getting cross. They still haven't caught any fish, and Homer's getting cross, being like, Take my bait as hook, you stupid fish! And Marge says um, to be careful as his carpet pants are soaking. He's like, I never used to have carpet pants. I used to have uh, normal pants made from pants. <laughs> he goes to the tantrum, starts hitting the water, and then a, a fish flings out of the water. And he catches it in the air, but it jumps off. And Marge grabs some fitness stockings, but it doesn't catch the fish because it's cordless. He starts frantically trying to get at it. And they eventually catch it. And they're like, oh, group hug. And they hug with the fish in the middle. He's like, you beautiful, beautiful fish. And kisses it. Um, and they... they put on a spit and they cook it up and Homer eats it and he says it's the best meal of his life and Marge says this is what she wants for every birthday. They cheer up after being fed and which is a relatable feeling. I mean I, I would say we were just as hungry earlier before we had our pizza. Yeah absolutely. Yeah because <laughs> I was out to make Sebastian move. 
and we just didn't make any time to have fo- oh have food God, basically so hungry absolutely starving that's why we smashed a lot of pizza yeah like, yeah i was saying nothing. it was my first time having a large pizza in my life and i was like oh actually this is super easy i can yeah, uh, i can definitely do this again roll on obesity where was I? Yeah, they 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 cheer up after being fed, and uh, Marge immediately um, starts crying for the kids. And Homer promises that they'll see them again, and she'll smother them with so much love it'll 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 uh, stunt their growth. And they dance such a quick, brief little moment that like didn't really need to be there. But I I thought it was so sweet. A little bit where he reassured her that everything was going to be okay, even though he didn't actually know. And then they <clears throat> do a little dance. He just sings a song very briefly, where he goes. We can make a beautiful world for me and for you. I don't know. I, I, I know you don't. You seem to be very indifferent to this episode. No, it's a sweet but I, I, it made me tear up, to be honest. Yeah. I thought it was incredibly sweet. I don't know. Imagine Homer's relationship when it's done right, like in this episode. I think it just, it just fills my heart with joy and hope. That this little romantic moment immediately gets broken by a Wolverine breaking in, trying to attack. And um, Homer's like, it's just like the one that they killed on the, the Wolverine Whisperer. And um, he obviously follows something he learned from that show. So he he, he goes to tr- climbs up a tree, trying to get to follow him up the tree, and uh, realizes that it, that it can climb. And he's like, "You you don't want me? I'm stringy." He pauses. He's like, "Oh, who am I kidding? I'm human wagyu." <laughs> and marriage gets it to come to her, and she's like, yeah, leave, "Leave him alone, please." And the Wolverine. Just, I also gotta say, I didn't even know Wolverine was a, was an animal. To be honest, I thought it was just an X Men. So yeah, I, I, I learned something this episode. Yeah, it's actually an animal, and the okay. X the X Men is named after the animal, or maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> it's definitely the the other way. Um, she, but the Wolverine jumps for her, and then um, Homer grabs like a chunk of wood and uh, pins it against a tree, but urges marriage to run as he can't hold it back for too much longer basically just accepting the fact that he's the Wolverine's gonna kill him he's gonna die and he goes for Homer uh, but Homer fights back and basically smashes the thing until he kills it basically it's like one of the darkest things you'd see on the show that's not a treehouse of horror obviously we wanted the Wolverine to die it's not like it was a negative thing to see Homer do that we wanted this thing dead and he sees a marriage's shoe has fallen off and he, and he puts it on for her and they hug and it's just a sweet little moment um and then we get we, we see that like a lot of time has clearly passed. It's not say the how long, but I think less is more. It's, it could have been a few days, could have been a few weeks, but clearly they've gotten used to this lifestyle now, living in this forest in this abandoned motel. And uh, Homer goes out to get some more fish, and he spots a ranger and, and goes to get him. But then he gets lost and distracted, looking at marriage, enjoying this life. And you you can tell for a second he's thinking about not calling that mm-hmm. ranger and just for staying sure. and living in this life with marriage. But the ranger leaves and he shouts out, but um, it's too late, doesn't hear him. And he apologizes to Marge, saying that he was just in such awe of her beauty and the loveness that they had made here. And uh, Marge says she totally understands, but they have to follow the, the, the ranger's tracks. So we see them collecting their clothes, getting their food, and um, Marge says not to forget the precious memories, which is actually the name of a bug repellent. And she's like, ready? And Homer's like, ready. And... Beautiful, beautiful animation, wonderful montage of them going on this, this like long hike together basically. Um they're taking in the forest once more. They see a male and a female reindeer or deer, sorry, falling in love for the first time. They watch the waterfall and they go through a forest of flowers that turns out it's filled with bugs. And then they eventually ride to the ranger's cabin 
And um, to say that montage as well also made me maybe I'm just easy to make tear up, but <laughs> the montage made me tear up as well. Just how beautifully animated it was and kind of defined the rest of the episode and the, See, ju- the journey ex- they went through in the episode. I was expecting the like sort of Bambi bit, I guess. Like mm. I was expecting there to be some sort of joke in there. No, but there wasn't. I yeah. I, I didn't mind there not being a joke. No, I, I didn't it was mind. A very I don't know, very human moment. Because it was because like obviously the start of the episode was like they're obsessed with TV and they just want to stay on the couch all day and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this montage is kind of like defining that this journey got them more used to being outside and just spending time together, not in front of a TV, yeah. watching reality, you know, reality television. But then Marge is like, let's let's walk slowly like we always do. There's taking in this one last moment that they have together. And they get closer once more and embrace it and they hug. I I I tear up talking about it. Homer says From now on, I'm gonna try to be more romantic like the kid said. Don't change anything, Homer. Don't change anything. Our final tag, beautiful final little tag, is um Homer coming out of um the the Rangers um little little, little cabin and Marge is like looking at the sunrise and he asks if she doesn't want to uh, come inside where it's warm but Mary says it's time for their favourite show and they just sit down and watch the sunset together sharing a bag of potato chips and I thought it was like defining like they still had a couple we saw at the beginning of the episode exactly, but they've yeah. also evolved you know and yeah I thought the episode was beautiful um, but yeah you go first <laughs> no it had some beautiful moments don't get yeah. me wrong I really enjoyed like I'm I sort of like the fact that it didn't it took itself seriously like it did. It tried. It took us like there were jokes for sure. There weren't many. Yeah. Um. And I'm glad. in some moments that they didn't make a joke because for it sure. could have ruined it. Yeah, like the Wolverine that there was like a gag there. I feel. Yeah. It would have taken away from the from the, 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 the that did have me like obviously I knew they weren't going to die, but it still had me at the edge of my seat. You're, you're, yeah. you're lost in the adventure of the moment. But I just I really I couldn't I just couldn't get into this one. I don't know. It's sometimes hard to pinpoint why. You don't like when they experiment. Apparently. <laughs> it's clearly what's it, the... It just, you don't like a serious land you didn't like this one. I, I, don't get me wrong, I didn't dislike it. And I didn't... I liked the wholesome moments between Homer and Marge. But mm. I didn't... When it was trying to be funny, I didn't find it funny. Mm. Um, the, the story just didn't have me hooked. To be honest, it, it sort of came out of nowhere. Um, it's almost like because how do you mean it came out of nowhere? Like it seemed very random. Like, I'll 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 get to incredibly my random show. No, I know. <laughs> In general, but a lot of the time, the the characters are how they are. Yeah, I felt like this episode Homer was definitely very Homer. Yeah, Marge didn't feel Marge, and I understand that they they can switch up the characters yeah tra- traits to suit the episode yeah that's a fair which point which I'm fine yeah. with mm. but at what point have we ever seen Marge be a slob a like couch Homer potato like that? yeah that's a good point yeah that's which, a, a which fair is point my problem. it felt like and I have no problem them switching up the characters to suit the episode the plot, but I yeah. feel like you should more build the plot around the characters yeah and it felt like just to suit the plot this episode they were like Oh, let's make Marge slob as well, and then they can do this. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like that would have been an easy fix. You could still have done this exact same story without having her be a slob at the beginning of the episode. You know, it could have just been that she never leaves the house because she's so obsessed with keeping the house clean or something. Yeah, that's a fair point. Not that it's, I wouldn't say that criticism because it wasn't that particularly. I I didn't notice it. 
you know what I mean but I, I definitely see your point um, the Wolverine thing like it just didn't it fell flat for me it it felt like it just it was thrown in there and it was like oh look here's a scary Wolverine now he's dead yeah okay um, <laughs> and, and there, there was no sort of like warning signs to something bad could happen it was just I think there was she's like there's there's wild animals out here we need to, we need to protect ourselves mm-hmm. I guess that's the only hint but like we know we're in a, we're in a big dangerous yeah. forest like, I I, I would have been incredibly unsatisfied if they didn't have a run-in with a with a wild creature. Yeah. But yeah, like like I said, I didn't dislike it. Yeah. But for me, I clearly didn't like it as much as you. <laughs> no. Um, I'm gonna... Shocker of the century. What's the lowest score I've given so far? I need to sort of think about how I rate things. I think you gave Sarah the backstage like a three point five. <laughs> Something well, like that. the second lowest, because that's in its own league. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, a league no one wants to be in. Um, I think you gave Serious Bangers Part 2, like, a 6? Okay, this is this is a 6.5. 6.5, like, more yeah. Serious Bangers. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I could have guessed that. Um, okay, fair enough. Um, I lost my review pair. I gave it a 9 out of 10. I said it was an absolutely wonderful, personal and grounded episode that explores marriage and Homer's relationship in possibly the most profound way the show ever has. I said it had me at the edge of my seat at some points and tearing up at others and what it may lack in side-splitting hilarity. It makes up for it with a genuinely compelling story and great character development on two people you'd assume we already know everything about already. What I mean by that is like, you know, we've seen 700 plus episodes of mm-hmm. Marriage and Homer and yet this episode managed to put them in a situation that we never saw them before. We we had we had Marriage and Homer situations before where they were like afraid they were going to die, but it was never as dire or as serious as it was depicted in this episode. Yeah. It was like the largest stakes we've ever seen them have to deal with together as as a couple too. Yeah, I love it. You don't like the episodes that most people like are like critically acclaimed. Like Maybe. this one and a series Flanders are like considered to be the best episodes really? of the third, third season yeah and those are the two ones I think you've been the most critical of probably like, <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. well obviously it's hard to backstage as well but like yeah. like like you said that goes without saying that's not claimed yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly um, but hey you know people are entitled to their opinions yeah jumping into the news live from London City well a little bit outside of London City it's Simpsons News just one little short piece of news this week um is a new short will premiere on disney plus on september 8th which is disney plus day uh entitled welcome to the club that's that's the only piece of news we don't know anything about this short and it is a, Sim- a simpsons short yeah yeah i, I like that it's not going to be a crossover anything this time it seems like you did mention just... it was a simpsons short and i was like okay are you just that? giving are you just trying to find anything slightly related to simpsons <laughs> <laughs> no it is a simpsons short the same streaming so. yeah you know it's close enough i'm just like giving marvel news now i'm like slowly running out of ideas like movies that 20th century fox announced but uh yeah we don't know anything about it but the, the name would suggest it's like a, a short that just features like the regular characters i assume so that's exciting because the last couple of shorts have been like you know star wars and mm-hmm. marvel and stuff like that but the name just welcome to the club makes me assume it's going to be Springfield, so that should be fun. And yeah, jumping into Seb's classics. We went for, um, I went for 
Yeah. Season 10, Homer to the maximum. No, that's sorry. ripping up so completely. Max, very yeah. similar names, actually. Yeah. Ma- maximum Homer Drive. Yeah, sorry, Maximum Homer Drive. <laughs> yeah, I remember Homer to the maximum. Yeah. It's a good episode. Great um, episode, too. Yeah, for observation. Uh, yeah, for people who don't remember that one, um, it's not as remembered as far as this 10th season goes. It's the one where Homer goes into like a steak eating competition with this trucker and the trucker dies in the middle of the competition and uh, basically Homer and Bart go out to uh, finish all of yeah. the la- la- last couple of deliveries the, the he had to do. Yeah, exactly. And it's I, a wonderful, the fun they road trip. The steak guy it's so dying. Is it was so dark but so funny. Yeah, he's just in the same position. He's just sitting there with yeah. a smile on his face, <laughs> and the winner, or sorry, the, 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 the guy like announcing the winner just raises his hand, <laughs> and then Homer feels his pulse, and he's like. Wait a minute, he's not breathing. People normally do that, right? <laughs> so good, yeah. And they said on, on this great little road trip for um, Bart and Homer. It's so much fun. One of my favorite bits is when they're in the diner. And Homer completely seriously is like, how would you feel about just living a life where we just live here and hang out in this diner and meet new best friends yeah, every he's, day? He's ready to do it. Yeah, yeah. And Homer, or Bart's like, uh, yeah, sure, like sarcastically. And he's like, cool, call your mother, tell her I'm leaving her. And <laughs> for whatever the name of the waitress was. Jenny or something. Something like Jenny, yeah. And then she comes up being like, can I get you anything else, honey? He's like, oh, not just yet. <laughs> he's completely serious. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really fun episode. It also has a super weird storyline, or side story that I completely forgot about. <laughs> Freaking marriage and Lisa are like jealous of... Homer and Bart are like li- living this exciting road trip yeah. life, so they decide to go on an adventure themselves and they buy a doorbell. Yeah, and that's their entire story. And, and when we re- well, realize that the, the doorbell plays the same song in Why the, do birds yeah, the, the suddenly song. appear? Yeah, so we, which is a yeah, every time a, a sign of something to, something to come. Well, this, 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 that song has featured in the show before this as well. Okay. And this is it's, it's always been Marriage and Homer's song. Yeah, it, it appeared probably the first time. Yeah, no, the first time it appears in the show is the episode where they meet, where they go to the prom together and stuff, is right. when Marriage walks into Homer's class. She starts walking in slow motion from Homer's perspective, and that song plays. That's the first time it was used. It's, it's always been their song, yeah. And maybe it's public domain are very cheap to get but I think it suits the show well and it's nice that that's their song I think it's, yeah. it's sweet but um, yeah it's, it's not anything super special to be honest but it, it, it's, not, it's no. a fun enjoyable it's road trip episode totally I um, I totally forgot about the bit at the end where um, the final half where the truckers um, are like self-driving <laughs> and they like threaten Homer's life if they, if they tell anyone because they'll lose their jobs if if, if the companies find out that they're not driving the trucks themselves, <laughs> it's this big, like, ridiculous kind of like Mad Mask esque finale of Bart and Homer trying to escape from them. It, it's, it's a fun, like, almost like a parody of those road trip comedy movies. And then we have a great joke at the end where the guy inspects Homer's delivery and it's like, oh my yeah. god! Artichokes check. Migrant workers, check. <laughs> I, that, that joke went over my head every single other time that I've seen this episode. Because we were watching it together and when, when he said migrant workers, I literally looked at Sebastian and I was like, oh my gosh, never noticed that. So it was like the whole time in the back of their truck, there's migrant workers. 
<laughs> Horrible. <laughs> so funny. I also never noticed the bit of, like the the self driving truck, the machine. It's like a two thousand one reference. It also went over my head every time up until today. Where he's like, um, I'm afraid I can't help you with that, Ray. <laughs> like tele- uh, launches himself out the same way the Hal Nine Thousand does in two thousand and one. Another just classic because the the writers of the show love Sandy yeah. Kubrick. There's another classic um, Kubrick reference in there. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't think it's an incredibly special episode, but it's absolutely like just great fun course, while it lasts. Like you said, a great filler. It's fine. I'll give it an eight. I would say eight point five. Eight point five. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's a very very fun episode. But yeah, um, continuing on. What am I doing next? <laughs> the impression. Um, so obviously, it's only the family in this episode. So, with the exception of Millhouse, strangely, I, I just realized. Yeah. Um, so, there's no one I haven't Do a done. Maggie impression. Oh yeah. So here's here's quote number one. Quote number two. Quote number three. And quote number four. Curse you, vile woman. Very good. Do you know who the which which one wasn't Maggie? Number two. Number two. Ah, uh, you got it. Yeah, you got. It. You got it, buddy. Um, it but was no. Number two. It was. <laughs> it was number one. Um, oh, okay. What was? What was the number one? Who was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I suddenly feel like we're stoned or something. Like, yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. It was one fake one and three. Yeah. Real ones. Yeah. So what one was the fake one? Curse you, by woman was the real fake one. I wish she's messing. Oh, who was well, that? Shoot, he says. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, god. I am joking. Though. I know. <laughs> Maybe Mr. Bones though, the way you said it. Oh, true. Actually, because you—they're kind of similar voices. Yeah. Actually, they're kind of similar characters. Oh yeah. I never really thought about that, but they are ages, actually ages, but similar characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah the completely different ages, com- completely different ends of the spectrum. One is like as young as possible, the other is as old as possible. But they're actually pretty similar. I've never quite clicked at that. They even have like uh, pointy noses. Yeah. <laughs> Very similar. But no, I, I yes, yeah, since no one in this episode, I haven't done an impression of yet. Um, I decided to go for auto. So as usual. Four quotes and one is not a auto. So number one, whoa, a book from a is that uh, whoa, a book from a vampire's point of view. Um, number two, have you always been a chick? I, I don't want to offend, but you were born a man, right? Number three, I stand on my record: fifteen car crashes, not a single fatality. And number four, I plead guilty of being innocent. That's tough. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say number four. Number four. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That that is the one. Um, yeah. It was Snake who said that. Right. Okay. Yeah. I I couldn't think of any character who was kind of similar to Otto. He's quite unique, I guess, in that way. Yeah. Um, then Snake came to mind. I was like, they kind of they say some things that the other person could say. So I went with Snake. We need another Otto episode soon. I know. Yeah. Literally, yeah. he probably knows. I think at least two it's of those quotes show. are all from the auto show yeah. because they're the only it's the only episode where he speaks consistently yeah. where he speaks anything more than like a little one liner gag he has potential you know I, mean? I think there's loads of potential for auto because we, we literally don't know what this man does outside of being a bus driver you know what I mean I think there's so much more to explore there I could see him like there was in the in the early like in like early episodes of this podcast like the 31st season there was like little in the background you, you saw him with Julio a lot that was the thing that kept happening. It was like the Filipino gay yeah. character. So it was like, we were kind of like thinking like maybe they're hinting at um, 
also maybe being bisexual or exploring his sexuality like that's something they could do on the show that I think would suit also perfectly maybe, yeah. you know what I mean that, that the show hasn't done yet I think he would be the perfect character to explore that area you know yeah yeah wrapping up with some quivia bit of trivia and then um the the, the quiz so trivia is actually related to this episode like i said this episode is critically acclaimed the episode is currently nominated for an emmy for best animated program i just thought it was interesting to see what 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 tv shows it was up against so it's up against netflix's arcane show which i haven't seen was meant to be amazing uh that episode is called when these walls come tumbling down an episode of Bob's Burgers called Some Like a Bot. An episode of Rick and Morty, which is uh, called Mort Dinner, Rick Andre. And um, the, the Doctor Strange episode of um, Marvel's What If. Uh, personally, I think it has a good potential to win. I could also see Rick and Morty winning. It's won the past couple of Emmys. And that episode of What If, the Doctor Strange episode, is absolutely stunning. Really? Like, beautifully animated. Definitely the best episode what of the show. Um... I had never seen Bob's Burgers, to be honest. I could, it could do. <laughs> it's been nominated a couple of times, so it could happen. Um, but also, Arcane is crazy acclaimed. Yeah, it's like the highest, one of the highest rated shows on IMDb's. It's, it's like nine point three. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I, they're they're all good competition, but I'm, I've, the show has won many times, so it, it could happen. But I, I decided to stick with the Emmys as the second piece of trivia. So um, other episodes to have won this award is season one's Life in the Fast Lane. Season 2's Homer versus Lisa and the Eight of Commandment. Great one. Oh, so good. Season 6, Lisa's Wedding. Great one. Season 8's Homer's Phobia. Mm-hmm. Season 9's Trash of the Titans. Season 11's Behind the Laughter. Season 12's Homer, which is the one where he takes the, the crayon out of his brain and he becomes mm-hmm. smart. Uh, season 14's Three Gays of the Condo. Season 17's A Seemingly Never-Ending Story. Amazing episode. Uh, season 19's Eternal Moonshine of Simpsons Mind. One of my top 20 episodes of the whole show, easily. Uh, and then it, then it didn't win for a very, very long time. Uh, from 19, jumping all the way to season 30, where it won for Mad About the Toy. Um, so with 11 wins... It, so none of the seasons in the 20s... In the 20s won. won. Yeah, not, not a single... They, they were nominated nearly every year, but um, no, none of them won. But with 11 wins, the show has the most... Followed by South Park with five, surprisingly Garfield with four, and then two wins for Bob's Burgers, uh, two win for two wins for Rick and Morty, two for Star Wars: The Clone Wars, and two for Futurama. Hmm. Yeah, I still have very like kind of new awards, so not too many winners yet. And yeah, we're finishing up with the quiz. You ready? Yeah. So score to beat is now six out of ten. Yes. So number one, what's the name of Homer's barbershop quartet? I hate that you give me these <laughs> repeat questions. I'm trying to educate you. Um, I don't know. Had to be sheriffs. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. What's the name of the comic book store? Oh fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Springfield Comics. No. <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons Comics. Great comics, by the way. Comics. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. I've been collecting them as, as volumes. They hold up. I don't know. At <laughs> the Android's dungeon. Uh, Since comics are great as well. Reading at an older age now, they're great because 
their storylines that the, the show would never go into yeah. you know what I mean like I was reading one of the Treehouse of Horror ones recently and it's like Apu getting lost on Kang Codus's planet and like it's so good it's, just, it's so great because you know that wouldn't happen on the show no, like, yeah, if, yeah, if it happened yeah. on the show it would be Homer mm-hmm. you know what I mean so like yeah I, 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 for, 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 for people who for Simpsons fans who have avoided the comics I would highly recommend jumping into them they're well written they're very funny in a different way and, and the storylines are so fresh and different what you'd see on the show it's it's it's, it's, it's experiencing the simpsons in, in, in a different light very enjoyable uh number three what's the j stand for in homer j simpson um j yeah nice jojo you got it <laughs> i knew you said it uh number four what's the name of ned flanders store oh left hand emporium mm. The You're very, very close with that. The Lefty Emporium? I'll give you half a point. The Leftorium. Ah. Yeah. But last time you said Ned's Bible Shop, so... <laughs> Ned's Bible <laughs> So I'll give you that. Uh, I remember you actually shared the post. It was like National Left-Handers Day. Yeah. It was like a picture of Ned outside the shop. You shared it because Sebastian's a left-hander. Yeah, for yeah. People who don't know might change your perspective of him a little bit. I used to go to a Leftorium. Yeah, yeah. Is is it, is it a thing in real life? Do they no. actually sell like left-handed products? Yeah. Yeah, they sell like stuff that are easier for someone to use with left yeah. hand. Okay. But no, there's no shop dedicated. Oh, I know, I know. There probably is one in the world, yeah. but no like major franchise. Uh, number five, name the Simpsons' former pet elephant. Uh, Stampy. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Number six, who voiced Poochie? The dog, itchy and scratchy. As in... A character in the show voiced this character. Yeah. Yeah. Is it someone in the family? Yes. Is it Lisa? Homer. Damn it. <laughs> um, number seven. Rank this one might might be a bit a hard one. Rank these games in their chronological order. So the Simpsons game, the Simpsons Road Rage, and the Simpsons didn't run. Road Rage first, then uh, Hit and Run, then the game. Yeah, yeah, okay, never mind. Well done. That's all right. Yes, indeed. Number eight. What's Mr. Burns' full name? Monty... Seymour Burns. Mm. Monty is something. Seymour is. Montgomery... Montgomery Burns. Montgomery. Yeah, I'm gonna give you half. It's it's Charles Montgomery Burns. Oh. So I'm, I'm gonna give you half the point, which brings that to a full point. Number nine. Name one thing that always changes in the opening credits, other than the chalkboard and the couch guy. I'd say the sax. Mm-hmm. Does it always change? Absolutely. Okay. Um. Well, it might not always. Like they probably repeat it sometimes, but it changes enough that yeah. it counts as an answer. Yeah. Okay. I also would accept that something different flies across across the title in every episode. And there's also always a different billboard. This is in the more recent seasons. And lastly, number 10, what does Homer smuggle aboard the NASA space shuttle in Homer Goes to Space? Um, peanut butter. Give me one more guess. Um, beer. Beer. Potato chip, Sebastian. Uh. The iconic scene yeah where he's floating through <laughs> also a 2001 reference um, yeah all right you got five hours then ah. <laughs> so you're back to your usual best yeah. but six is still the score to beat but you're 
what's the word? You're better than average. <laughs> so, you know, take pride in that. Anyway, guys, that concludes this episode. I'm going to finish the rest of my pizza. Just kidding, I ate the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> I'm going to curl up into a ball and die. Um, but yeah, thank you guys as always for listening. I'm going to be in Ireland next week, so we'll be taking a little break. Yeah, we'll be, show break. Yeah, we'll be back with you the week after. So until then, peace out. Ciao.